I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm honored to be interviewing Barbara Silkstone. Barbara, would you like to tell my readers or listeners about your book? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell readers and I'll tell listeners. Uh, this is one of many series that I have, and this is, we're, talk, we're going to talk about the fifth book in Cold Cream Murders, which takes place in a little town that I invented called Starfish Cove, Florida. Basically, it's uh, a place that I lived for an, a, a long time. Uh, it's between St. Petersburg and Clearwater, and it's right across the street from the beach. And Olive and Lizzie have a cold cream business based on her grams, Olive's uh, grandmother's um, secret recipe for cold cream, which includes a secret honey that makes it magical. The, although this isn't a magical cozy, it's, it's um, more like Lucy and Ethel in a cozy, basically. <laughs> um, and let's see, this is lavender toes. So in this one, a body is found in a lavender field, toes up and um, without her shoes. And from there, Lizzie and Olive attempt to solve the murder. And also, I've included in this series, uh, Lizzie has a dog named Wonder Dog, which is truly based on a, a real dog my friend had who looked like, um, like the wolf in Big, in Big Bad Riding Hood. Big Bad Riding Hood, good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was trying to say. Yeah. Anyway, um, it looks like the wolf as, as if a child had drawn it with crayons. In other words, uh, one, his name's Wonder Dog, and Wonder Dog sort of like a very skinny wolf with black hair that looked like Brillo pad and white spiky hairs that came out all over. And he was a darling dog. And anyway, he features in this. He helps them bring a lot of the bad guys down. And um, Olive has a, a foundling kitten that she found, a little white kitten named Puff. And Puff and Wonder Dog enjoy each other's company. And in this coming book, I'm working on one called Makeover Murders, and Puff will feature in that. Um, she, so far, she's been a stay-at-home cat and hasn't really contributed much, but it's about time that she came into, into this picture. Anyway, um, I find myself babbling, but this book is Lavender Toes. It's book five. And in the series, I also had a Christmas book that doesn't count in the series, and it came out so funny. I've received so many laughing compliments on it. It's called um, Graham's Christmas Baby. Lizzie has a grandmother who is, she admits to 86 years old, but she's actually 92. And she um, goes around with them, sometimes solving crimes, much to their horror. But anyway, she finds a baby on her doorstep on Christmas Eve and determines to keep it. She names the baby Herbie, and one thing leads to another, and they do find the, the uh, parents, but um, it's it's a fun story, and on that note, I'll stop babbling. Do you have any more questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually answered my second question, which was, is anything in your books inspired by your real life? You know what? Everything I write, and I've written 40 some odd books now, is inspired by my life. I've had one of those lives that if I knew what I was signing on for, I might not have jumped in. <laughs> uh, I've had more misadventures than most people 
can even imagine. But anyway, yes, it's based on a lot of true characters. Uh, this little town, Starfish Cove, we'll put that in, in quotes, is, um, is a place where I found a lot of love and a lot of closeness and a lot of mysterious things that would happen that now that I think back, I think, boy, I was really accumulating a lot of material for these books. So, <laughs> um, yep, Lizzie and Olive are real, and Grams is definitely real, as are Wonder Dog and Puff. And uh, there's a character called Jamie in the book who um, has a, a tendency to use strange words and strange places. Like her favorite expression is Pashukli. She, she <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of cute. She um I couldn't think of words that you could put in a book that wouldn't sound naughty. So I went to the nonsense dictionary and came up with a great selection of words, but uh it seems like Jamie fell in love with the word Pashukli and she uses Pashukli all over the place. <laughs> so yes, it's based it's based in in fact, unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, um, do you have another question for me? Uh, what is your favorite thing about writing cozy mysteries? That I get to re-experience the giggles that I had with some of my um, friends over the years. I've had some great, wonderful friends. And we've gone through some great giggle giggle scenes. I mean, there's a scene in one of the books that is based on a on a true story. Um, my at the time business partner and good friend Lizzie, um, she had we had a special meeting in a fancy hotel in Tampa with a with a client. We had a real estate company, and this client was very important but very serious. And we were to meet him in the restaurant of the hotel. And as we got to Tampa, Lizzie had to run to the ladies' room. And so I waited in the hall in this beautiful, fancy lobby for Lizzie to go in and do her thing. And she came back out and she was one of those gals who always wore very high heels, which to me defy, I, you know, I can't, I have trouble walking in flats and sneakers, but she would always wear high heels. And she came walking out of the restroom. I'd been waiting for her for a while. She came walking out of the restroom and she walked across the lobby. And when I saw her backside, I kind of fell over laughing. I couldn't talk. And she turned around and she looked at me and she was going, what, what? And I couldn't get the words out, but she had accidentally, well, obviously accidentally tucked her skirt into her pantyhose <laughs> at the back and she didn't tuck it in quite right. Her bottom was kind of, and she had a wiggle walk to her too. She was a little flirtatious and she had this little wiggle walk. And I was laughing so hard I couldn't get off the floor. I fell against the wall and kind of just crumpled <laughs> down. And she kept saying, what, what? And the more she said, what? The more I laughed because the more people turned around to, to look at Lizzie's butt. So anyway, um, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> Anyway, um, some of my books were recorded, a number of them, 26 were recorded, and there's a series that I wrote called Wendy Darlin, and she's a Tomb Raider. She's actually a real estate broker, but business has been slow, and she finds herself attracted to an archaeologist who likes to return stolen antiquities, and so they go about in Cairo and London and different places um, returning antiquities, but getting into a true I Love Lucy events and um anyway wendy has a tendency to uh to really overdo things and she 
it does a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have the nerve to do, but but also some of the things that she does, I did do, unfortunately. So I, I'm very, uh, Wendy and I are very close. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I forgot what, what antidote I was going to give you with, with Wendy, but uh, oh well. Yeah, she's a, a real estate broker in a slow market. And so she is um, going around returning antiquities and uh, getting herself into all sorts of pickles. Um, I'm saying um too much. I hate when people do that. <laughs> that and like, okay, erase all my ums, please. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. I know, I know, I remembered. <laughs> On my audiobooks, the first time the uh, narrator for the Wendy series was narrating, she got the giggles. And I, I kept that blooper because to me it was absolutely hysterical. I didn't think it was the funniest scene, but for some reason she couldn't get past it. And what it is, is um, uh, Wendy is attending the wedding of a friend to a very wealthy man, and she's trying to look sophisticated and she's taken a, a caviar and cream puff off the tray from the waiter as they're waiting for the bride and groom to arrive inside the house it's a house wedding and she reaches up to as they, they arrive they walk in she tries to get a photograph of them and she forgets that she's got the cream puff in one hand and she puts the camera to her eye and the cream falls on her lashes and then on her cheek, etc. Well, this poor narrator could not get past that scene. She just kept giggling her head off. And I thought, gosh, you know, this is pretty good. If I can make the narrator break up, <laughs> she's a professional. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was what I was going to babble on about. <laughs> Babylon, that's the city. Okay. <laughs> That's a great story, though. It tr it truly happened, and it was so funny because my friend was marrying a very wealthy man, and there I was, uh, being escorted by the mayor of one of the towns in the Hamptons, and it was a big mansion. I had a cream puffy thing in my hand, and I totally forgot that the camera and the cream puff could not be held to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time <laughs> but he was so gallant I mean he was he's sort of like a Henry Fonda type if you remember you're too young to remember him but he was oh, trust a, me I know I'm a fan of classic movies so oh, okay <laughs> he was a classic mayor you know he was really nice and he kind of reached over and with all just very discreetly he took sort of wiped the cream off my face real quickly and as and got it off my eyelashes and not too many people saw but um, and for that, I will always thank the mayor of blankety blank blank Hamptons. <laughs> anyway, more questions. Do you have <laughs> What advice would you give someone who's seeking to write their own cozy mystery? Well, I know what the rules are, and I, I think you really have to follow them to be to be a cozy writer, um, you know, no foul language, no overly romantic scenes. It's more about the mystery and solving it. It's, it, it truly is like Murder, She Wrote. Uh, you have to put your characters in the same town if you can. I found that traveling, like Wendy's adventures taking her to Cairo and to Miami and et cetera, 
does not work as a cozy. A cozy has to take place in the same town. Uh, although I have a cozy series, <clears throat> it's three books and it's Florence Nightingale. And I did let her travel with her sidekick Poppy and those, their Victorian mysteries, they turned out to, had to have a really good reception, even though they did travel. They went to Athens and a few places like that. But the fact that she was in England and did hang around Buckingham Palace a lot, that sort of worked, I suppose. If you think of Buckingham Palace as a small village. <laughs> um, anyway, that, that's a cute little series. But as, as far as advice, I just kind of think what makes you feel warm and cozy, because I think the word cozy really describes what you what you have there you have this feeling of you're not going to see anything gory you're not going to see anything r-rated and you're not going to hear any bad language uh, i think that's important and and you can rely if it's a series and i think it should be a series you can rely on the characters remaining consistent uh, their personalities and their the way they get along together and their little eye contact things that only they know what they're talking about. That's kind of fun too. I think we all have friends like that who we don't have to say much. We just kind of look at each other and remember the same memory and kind of get the giggles. So, yeah. <clears throat> so where can my listeners find your books? Most, mostly on Amazon right now and on Audible. Um, they're in KU, so um, if they're members of, K, of Kindle Unlimited, they can also borrow them and, and read the uh, pages that way. But yes, yeah, so I'm mostly on Amazon. Um, I, I, it's been a comfortable fit for me, so that's where I am. Great. Well, I see we're getting close to time, so thank you for coming on the show, Barbara. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry I used up all the time. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. It's great to get to hear from our, from authors, from our favorite authors. And trust me, I get the whole babbling thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> when people get that blank look on their faces, it's lovely. <laughs> you know, you've exceeded their limits. <laughs> And let's see, I, um, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything else that I, you know, just, I wish people would pop in and, and, and check out the girls at Starfish Cove because they do have some wonderful adventures. And also uh, Florence Nightingale and Poppy are terrific. And Wendy is just, uh, there's a book, Miami Mummies, that people, Wendy has an adventure with mummies in Miami. That's why it's called Miami Mummies. <laughs> and people just absolutely, I've received so many thank you letters because people they have been going through either a bad time or going through an illness that when they read these books, it takes them so into a place where they feel good and they laugh and they sort of put aside their worries for the time being. And I think that's what writing cozies at least is all about. You want to take people to a different place. And yeah and give them a, a reason to feel, to feel good or to laugh or to use their imaginations to picture cream falling all over your face, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, until next time, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm Leanna Shield saying, keep cozy.